The Mel Gedroich Podcast. Hey, it's Mel G, and this week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about, ooh, glasses on chains, cat room, and favourite words. If you like the sound of that, then please have a listen to us every Saturday lunchtime from one on magic. There will be more chat, plus some great songs thrown in just for good measure. Good afternoon, Bush. Good afternoon, Mel. How's it going, all right? Ah, oh, mate, all the better for seeing your good self. I am full of the ruddy joys, the mid-June joys. You are, you're very lively today. You're a live wire I'd today. say pesky. You're Slightly a little bit pesky. pesky. A little bit pesky. I'm also quite excited, Bush. I've got to tell you this. Straight into chatting about myself. <laughs> we'll get on to you later. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, now, tell me if I have made an error or not. Go on. So, went to the optician today... Yeah. Uh, it's, I've been in denial, chum. You know that. We've talked about this before on the show. Yes. Have real problems. You know you're in a, a station concourse, you're looking for your platform. Uh-huh. You can see that loud and clear. Yep. Didcot Parkway, Platform 7, let's say. Standard. Exactly. Yeah. Leeds, Platform 2A, whatever. For example. Do that, then try and look at something close up, and it is an absolute festival of blur. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. It's the long sight to short sight, short sight to long sight. Apparently, that happens when you are advancing in middle age and the lens uh, things that it's attached with... Yeah. ...fibres. I don't know what they're something called. Something like that, something like that. ...are not acting maybe... At, they're toughening. So it is. They're not as malleable or pliable. So if you were just go into like reading up close without mm-hmm. doing the long distance bit, you'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But it's the long to short to long to short. It's the change. It's the change. It's the toughening up of the lens area. Is that what it is? Uh, went to the optician. Yeah. And oh, it was amazing. There were uh, loads of machines like Wally. <laughs> Those big, white, kind of very satisfying curved machines. And they've got like eyes like Wally as well, haven't they, those yes. machines? They have. And you put your face in and then there's a green cross like an old 80s space invader. Yeah. And you have to follow the cross and then follow it all the ways. Anyway, long story short, mm-hmm. I've got a pair of glasses Ooh. with gold... <laughs> With gold chains. You've got chains on your glasses. I've got chains, lads. All right, Larry Grayson. <laughs> I've always been obsessed with those glasses. Matey, gold chains, six what, quid for the chains. What's the point? So you can add the extra level on for the chain. I'm going to say a few words to you, Bush, now. OK. Patricia Hodge, Penelope Keith, yep. Prunella Scales, mm-hmm. Felicity Kendall. Woman off Murder, She Wrote, I think. Yes, yes, Lansbury. That's her. Angela Lansbury. Yep. All those actresses, mm-hmm. we know they've got glasses on chains, don't we? Come on, of course they do. Do you know what it says? I think glasses on chains says to me, gravitas. Thank you very much indeed. I'm going to be wearing those. I'm going to pick them up in about a couple of weeks. <laughs> so get used to it, mate, because I will have a permanent pair of glasses on gold chains. Wow. A little bit P. Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Slightly blingy. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. You've blinged out. Yeah. What well, are the actual frame bit? What's that like? Tortoise shell. Get out of town. Shell plus chain. Wow. Have a little mull on that. I want your honest opinion. Mm-hmm. Ah, lovely stuff. Glasses on chains. Uh, and you mentioned Larry Grayson Bush, and that, to me, is a massive compliment, so I thank you. I think you can look amazing. I'm Gre- re- really excited about it. Grayson had his chains on pretty much uh, 100% of the time, didn't he? He did, but what I love about glasses with chains, you don't do this thing where... The irony of having glasses on is if you put them down, you can't find them. 
Yeah. Because of your eyesight. And I hate that thing, I'm sorry to interrupt you... No, no, no. ...where people who wear glasses, not dark glasses, just normal glasses... Put them up on top of their head. Yeah, I hate that. I'm not having that, mate. No, I don't like that at all. Just either have them on or have them dangling around your neck. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> cantering over the hills, over the alpine meadows, the Slovenian meadows of the Tatry Mountains. <laughs> Come on, it's the Ledger of Legends. Uh, Bush, we like to not... You've gone very low. What's happened? I don't want to have chair? a chair accident two weeks running. Oh, my God. But my ankle has kicked the decompressing paddle on this chair and it's trapped my foot down at the lowest level so I can't get up. One a minute. Do you need a hand? Do you remember last week when you did oh. a Christine Keeler? That's very high now. That's too high. You did a Christine Keeler, you did the uh, cowboy back to front chair action and got stuck in your chair. Very scary. Very, very scary. I thought I was going to be trapped in there for ages and maybe have to be cut out by the fire brigade. I know, which would have been... Might have gone viral. Um, So listen, we're going to nominate another thing in life which doesn't usually get halloo and halayed about for our special book, The Ledger of Legends. I know it's a little bit me, me, me. That's fine. Sorry, Bush. No, it's fine. I'm going to nominate Ye Olde Glasses on Chains. Do it, man. I, it just fits in. It gives the show a nice Danny Baker-esque <laughs> kind of narrative arc, <laughs> which we love. So, Glasses on, on Chains. chains. I, if that's all right Do they try and you. offer you other stuff like ones that change to sunglasses when it's sunny, like my mum and dad have got? The Reactor Lights. The Reactor Cl- Lights. The Cliff Richards. <laughs> yeah, do they I, offer you Cliff no, Richards? No, I would love a Cliff Richard, mate. Wouldn't that be good? That'd be amazing. The problem is, if my mum and dad come in from outdoors, they look like secret agents for like ten minutes until their glasses clear. <laughs> I love those glasses. Uh, glasses on chains, please, Bush. Draw it. in your inimitable fashion. My thank you. <sighs> the silvery confines of the Poddington's canister. I love it. Canister de pod. I love it. Uh, I'd like to say, I know this is a little bit sort of 80s, but I'd like to say a big shout out to my friend Sarah and Adam. And they listen to our podcast and she's literally, as we speak, having a baby. Really? Yep. Oh, hi Sarah, hi Adam. Her second. Lovely. Is it a boy or a girl? A boy, they? little boy. Any name suggestions come on? No, I don't know. don't know, actually. If you're about to have a baby, like right now, as a oh. boy, what would you what would you call the baby boy? The boy's name's so difficult, really difficult. Do you think they're more difficult than girls? I think they are. I genuinely Why think they that? are. I don't know. Girls' names just seem a little bit easier. Boys' names, it's mm. very hard to get that one because you've got two girls. Yeah. If you were about to have a boy, what would you call them now? Come on. You see, I always thought I'd go for something like Sid. Sid. But then I kind of think, oh, is it a bit self-consciously kind of ironically cool? I think you get that problem a lot more with boys' names than you do with girls' names. What would you go for, Bush? I don't know, lads' names. Maybe I'd go for like an old classic, like an Albert or something like that. Oh, Albie. Albie, that's quite cool. Herbie. Herbie. Herbie, that's it. Herbie after Herbie Hancock. Or Herbie Goes Bananas. Oh. I used to watch that on a projector at school when I was a kid. Did you? Yeah. That was that. Kids now who moan about the time it takes to download something. Right? Uh, Our entertainment at school was the dinner lady used to do the projector, and we would watch something like Herbie Goes Bananas or Dumbo, and have to have a half-time break as they changed the reel. It's like something out of the war years. The world at war. It's terrible. But are you old enough though, Bush, to remember Saturday morning film club at the local cinema, mate? No. We used to have that in Leatherhead, and I saw it was it was a phenomenal performance. <laughs> a young Keith Chegwin, God rest his soul. Oh, God bless him! In uh, Robin Hood. 
Rick, Keith Chegging was in Robin Hood. Yeah, he was one of the... Uh, he wasn't a merry man because he was too young. He was a little lad. Oh, bless him. Yeah. I bet he was good, though. Yeah, he was great. That's good, though. I love the idea of film club. I love Cheggers. Oh. Bush, it's your red letter day. We know it's the 16th of June, but what day is it? Mel, it's only World Fudge Day. Oh, I love fudge. I absolutely love fudge. Can I just say, I went to York a few years back mm. and I went into it was a really old school fudge shop yeah and there was a lady with a massive copper cauldron yeah kind of making the fudge in the old school way and I stayed in there for about two hours brewing her own she was amazing there's so many different flavours of fudge what's isn't there what's your favourite I think peanut butter fudge might be my favourite or clotted cream what about you what do you like oh, I'd go for a desiccated coconut <laughs> <laughs> it's very specific, and I like it. I love a coconut. It's so good. Do you want three facts about fudge? Yeah, of course I do. You don't have to be. You want them? No. What do you mean? Do I want them? Bush? I just thought anyone want them. Yeah. Let's have it. Yeah. First fact, right? Originated in Scotland. Yeah. Apparently, fudge is the descendant of a thing in Scotland called a tablet. Have you ever had tablet? Yes, mate. I've only had tablet once. It is the strongest, most sweet thing I've ever tasted it's in my life. It's extraordinary, isn't, isn't it? it? It's a sort of, you know, it's tablet. It's, it's a wee kind of... Oh, uh, it's lovely. ...strong thing. So, yeah. there you go, fact number one about good. Scotland. Good, good, good. Fact number two, yes. the biggest slab of fudge ever made, yeah. 5,760 pounds of fudge, a behemoth. Uh, it took a week to make, and it was made in Ontario in Canada for a world record. Oh, That's a lot of fudge, isn't do it? Do we know how many metres or square footage or hectares of fudge that might be? All I've got it in is pounds. God, that's good. It's big, though, isn't it? Imagine the havoc that would wreak on your teeth. Whoa. Fact number three. Um, Go on. Apparently, fudge was invented, and this is according to legend, someone was making caramel, messed up the recipe. Lovely. Accidentally made fudge. You see... I would go fudge over caramel any day of the week. Caramel is, OK, it's a smoother, yeah. shinier option. Yeah. But fudge has got that slightly dirty quality. Something it. about fudge, isn't it? Isn't it's just it? so satisfying. It's got that just, oh, must up. I'm going to go so far as say caramel, poor man's fudge. I'm going to go very much with you on yeah. that. Yeah, I'm going to say caramel, pretentious man's slash woman's fudge. Yes, exactly. Isn't it? Yes, it is. Fudge is with the people. Big time. Isn't it? It's the snack of the people. Oh. I met somebody uh, last week, Bush. This is the absolute truth. I'm yeah. not just wedging this in as some kind of, you know, radio kind. You know, it's the truth. It's, it's the actually, truth. I met a guy called Morton, uh, this photographer guy, and I was singing our ha songs. I was making a few... Like banterous comments about did he come from Norway? Mm. Nothing, mate. Over his head. Really? I you... said. I said Morton Harkett. Come on. Didn't even know what I was talking. He's about. never even heard of him. No. He did think he'd be named after him. Exactly. With a name like that. Mind you, he was Morton. This guy I met, and Morton Harkett is Morten. Is it? Yes. Oh, maybe there's the difference. Morten. So in which case he probably had good cause to blank you. <laughs> He's probably sick of it. Actually, oh, do you think that's it? Oh, gosh, that, everyone must say it. Can't believe she'd take the mick out of the name again. And that's uh, and that's from Wales. <laughs> Very good. Now, Bushington's Mighty Bush. Yes. Um, I must ask you this. How's your week been? Mel, my week has been good. My week has been dominated by a single discovery about somebody that we all work with. Oh, hello. You know our boss, Tony? Lovely Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely Tony. Lovely Tony. It turns out, I found out this week, he's yeah. got a special room in his house for a special activity. Oh, hang on. Uh, right. Billiards? No, it's nothing like that. Darts? It's nothing like that. Wet room? 
he's had this room specially made for the special activity and he didn't really want anyone to know about it until someone went round there for a cup of tea and took a couple of photos of it and then sent it to me. Um, is it... Have a guess. Is it rude? It's not rude. Oh, um, OK, uh, I was about to say bird watching. That's... No, not bird You're watching. down the right lines, though, Mel. You're along the right lines. Oh, is it a nocturnal animal room, like for bats? Very close. It's a cat room. They've got two cats, right? Tony and his partner. <laughs> yeah. And they have got one of their rooms completely dedicated to their cats. Wow. Uh, inside that room, they've put up shelves at different heights, but individual tiny shelves. For them with, to play on? Yeah, with carpet on the top so they don't slide off if they jump on. Cats hate that. Oh. So he's got a cat room. And previously, right, and up until seeing cat room, I was like, well, I'm not that bothered by cats. But now I've seen cats enjoying what is essentially a giant cat adventure playground. Makes you want to get a cat. And I've got photos to boot on my phone right now. Na 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 cat room. It's amazing. I'm not cat man, but sorry, no, I wonder where that was going. Cat room. That's what we've been talking about. Let's do the song again. I'll do the right bit. Go on, go on. Na 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 Come on. I have to humour him. Let me do it. Cat room. Yes. Oh, God, I love you, Bush. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Cat room. Cat room. Cat room. Now, I'm thinking, Mel, right? Oh. You're going to get guinea pigs soon, aren't yes, you? What about a guinea pig room? room? A guinea room. Ah. I love the idea of people dedicating an entire room to their pet. How good is that? I mean, cat room, is it a larder size? <laughs> really posh, sorry. Is it larder size? It's a larder size room. Is it, you know, is it like small bog under the stairs room type thing? Or is it a sort of large, you know, reception room? I would say it'd be one of those rooms in someone's house where you would have an office. It'd be like office. It's office like room. a cat office. Let's hope there's a window because the stench in there is going to be unreal. The photo that I've got here that we will post up, hopefully with Tony's agreement, uh, on Magic's website in a bit, is six or seven individual cat seat type shelves so they can sit on and look at each other. It's quite extraordinary. Pretty where, good, where, isn't do, it? where do they do their doo-doos? I don't know that bit of information. Yeah. I'm not too sure. It's very designer, isn't it? Very designer. Yeah. Even down to the kind of uh, cool... What would you call that green that the cat room is? Oh, you see, I'm seeing grey. I'm seeing sort of, um, you know, elephant hide. Elephant something. hide grey. Isn't it? Or, or sort of... And what would got, it be? Like a... Richard Burton Green or something. <laughs> Richard Burton Green. And then they've got little bits of carpet on each of the individual stands for the cats to sit on. If you, do, if you go beyond the pale with your pet, whether it's a room or you, you make them their own little dinners or whatever, yeah. do let us know. I think put Midjure in there and you've got an Ultravox video. You have. It's very 80s video, the it, cat room. It does look it, doesn't it? Cat room. Do you reckon this goes like a, you get, get a blow across the top of it, this podcast tin? Oh, and hold on, gang. Listen, like... it's one of those moments. I know, he's going a bit off-piste, a little bit instrumental. What's that instrument called we do that? It's the pipes of Pan. It's the Andean... <laughs> Andean. <laughs> the Andean pipes. No, it just, work. just go with it, let's humour him. Yeah, that's great, Bush. Yeah? That really worked. In, in terms of a road trip, right, between you and making up competition quizzes and me with, like, making instruments out of stuff, we'd have a great time, wouldn't oh, we? Oh, what road trip shall we do? That would be so Let's much do a fun. really long train trip from, like, <gasps> Plymouth to Edinburgh. Oh, that would be amazing. 
It would fly by. You with your competitions, me with the in- musical instruments. Can we do a sleeper so that we're um, in comedy bunks? Yes, little little pyjamas, little hospital pyjamas each. I love those sleepers up to Scotland and they give you a shortbread at six in the morning. I'd love to go on one of those things. Have you not been? No, I would Betty. love to go. It is the most life-affirming thing you can do is get a sleeper up to Scotland. Don't you get that's like a, a bit of an exaggeration. A glass of whiskey or something in the evening. Is that why they give you a little wee dram, don't yeah. they? Oh, I've never had that. That would be good. Cup of tea and a shortbread in the morning, though, and you look out and there's beautiful Scottish scenery. Yeah, we should do it. Let's do it, Mum. Let's do it. we we'll do our show on tour. Do you have a little... Here's the question, Go right, on. Mel? Go on. What's your favourite sounding word? Oh, I would say... Um, plump. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, but it's, that. that's a great word. Yeah, how about you? I'm going to go for plump as well. It's just something very satisfying. The P at the uh, beginning and the P at the end sort of parceling up a very nice little short but effective word. Plump. St- staccato. Plump. Plump. Now, hmm, let's uh, buckle ourselves up a little bit tighter. It's time for Tell Mel. It's our advice slot on the show, but advice not in the way that you normally expect it. You can ask me anything. Good luck. Hi Mel, it's Jade here. I have a problem with next door's cat scaring the birds in my garden. What should I do? Get a cat from Jude or Jade. I couldn't understand your name. Dinner, 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 cat, cat room. room. You can have little shelves put up all over the larder size room or pantry, as my mother would have said. Cover it with tweed, preferably for cats. Get them all in, they sit on separate ledges. Next. Hi, Mel, it's Thomas here. My friend at work keeps offering to make tea, but he can't get it right. Always too milky. What should I say to him? My friend at work, Thomas. My friend did this. Only asking for a friend, Thomas. (laughs) Yes, I know your type, Thomas. You make tea that's too milky. You are responsible for over-milking the tea, Thomas. You need to go into a mirror and have a long, hard look at yourself. Or go into a cat room. Cat room. And have a long... Long, furry, meowy look at yourself. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you so much for listening to our scrumdiddly umptious podcast. Hear more larks like that every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. The Melted Boyd Show. The Mel Gedroich Podcast.